Hi everyone! Today we're continuing with our third installment in our series entitled The Four Pillars of Relationship. Two weeks ago we talked about love and the big idea was we could love because He loved us first. Last week we talked about trust and we mentioned that unlike love, trust is earned. Today we will talk about yet another key to having a healthy relationship with people around you and that is forgiveness. Last week, I mentioned that trust takes so long to earn and very little time to lose. And I said that today we will discuss a way for it to be regained. We can help others heal faster and we can help ourselves heal faster if we know the concept and the principle of forgiveness. Our big idea for today is forgiveness is the key to moving forward. Forgiveness is like a reset button. It's like when your computer crashes and restart everything and you forget all the good things and even mostly the junk that was in it before, before and you start afresh. I even call it the grace button. There are two Old Testament words for forgiveness in the Bible. The first and more common one is sala, meaning to practice forbearance, pardon, or to forgive. It's never used for, uh, for when a man forgives another man, but it's only used when God forgives man. The other Old Testament word for forgiveness is nasa, meaning to lift up, take away, bear up, or carry. It offers a beautiful visual for what God has done with our sins and our guilt. Now, the New Testament word used for forgive is afimi, it means to release from legal or moral obligation or consequence, or to cancel, to remit, or pardon somebody. It can also mean to go away or send away, or to disregard, to let it be. Another New Testament word for forgiveness is charizomai, or charizomai. This word often is used by the Apostle Paul to emphasize the gracious nature of forgiveness. It is defined as to grant as a favor, gratuitously, in kindness, pardon or rescue to deliver or to forgive freely. In short, forgiveness is possible and forgiveness is a choice. In Matthew 18, 23-35, this is a good story about forgiveness. It says, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay his debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. He begged him, be patient with me and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him. He canceled the debt and said, okay, I forgive you. I let you go. But when the same servant went out and he found out one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins, he grabbed him and began to choke him. He said, pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I'll pay it back. But he refused it. He didn't forgive him. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay all his debts. When the other servants saw what, he has, what has happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant. I canceled all your debts 
your big debts because you begged me. And here you have your fellow servant and you don't do the same. In his anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay. Now you pay me everything you owed me. This is how our heavenly father will treat each of you or us unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Point number one, forgiveness is knowing that we ourselves are sinners, while unforgiveness is focused on other people's mistakes. The reason why the servant couldn't forgive his fellow servant was because he was focusing on how he was wronged, how he was offended by his fellow servant, and not realizing that he too did an even great, greater wrong or mistake with his master. Isn't that so true? That our family members, even our spouses or our friends or strangers, they wronged us once, even twice, and we get offended by, you know, and we ourselves offend our God almost every day. And we can't forgive them. While our master, God forgives us every day. We do this because we're so focused on other people's mistake. Remember and keep remembering what was done to us. We rewind, we rehearse, we keep remembering what was done to us. We keep touching the wounds of the past. And that's why it doesn't heal. Instead of focusing on how God appropriates forgiveness in our lives daily. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eyes and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own very eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eyes in Matthew 7. Point number two. Forgiveness is focused on God's grace. I love that. While unforgiveness is focused on our pride. It's hard to forgive when we're self-righteous. When we feel we have been wronged and that we're not aware that we too have wronged others. We judge others harder than we judge ourselves. The main point number three is this. The main root, the root of unforgiveness is pride. Hmm. I'm preaching to myself, bro. <laughs> God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. When Jesus asked his Father to forgive us, Jesus knew what we don't understand, that we don't understand what true forgiveness is. Jesus knew that we are self-righteous and prideful people. We we'll always see the mistakes of others and are blinded to the fact that we have offended God. By the way, every time you offend your friends or your brothers or sisters or do wrong to others, the very first person we sin against is actually God. The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you do to the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it to me. How do you know you have pride? Let's talk about that. Well, you kind of know when you have pride when you have a hard time forgiving others. And also, that's the very reason why you have a hard time forgiving yourself. How dare us, right? How dare you? How prideful you are when you can't forgive yourself of your past mistakes. 
Do you know the main reason you can't forgive yourself is pride? If God forgave you, point number four, if God forgave you, you should forgive yourself and you should forgive others. Your righteousness, anyway, does not come from you doing good works. Your righteousness comes because your heavenly Father forgave you. You are not in right standing with God because of all the good things you did. You are only made right or made righteous because of what Jesus did. Point number five. It's hard to forgive when you think you are the only one who was offended. Remember, in order to forgive, you have to realize you have offended God countless times also. Numerous times. How many sins have you committed in your lifetime? Have you ever lied? Have you ever killed somebody in your heart? Okay, not probably physically. There's a verse that says, you're familiar with the commandments of the ancients. Do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much uh, as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. See, God's more concerned about your heart. Have you ever lusted or committed adultery? It says, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, wow, this is the New Testament now. I say to you that whoever looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If you look at the woman lustfully, you've already committed adultery. Every time you sin, every time you wrong God, you offend God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You and I, to be honest with you, deserve to go to hell, to be punished because of our numerous sins. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, including you and all the prideful people out there say, Amen! (laughs) Guilty! I'm guilty! (laughs) So your parents, your siblings, your friends, the stranger out there, The other party, the other political party, if you like politics, I have friends who enjoy political controversies. All other people are not the only ones guilty of making mistakes. You are guilty too. You are a sinner yourself, just like me. If if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it out from you. For it is more profitable for you than one of your members to perish, than for your whole body to be cast into hell. Let me ask you this. Why do the world sin? Why? Because they do not know what they have done. That's why Jesus said, for they don't know what they're doing. If they are blinded to the truth, they will not know. The only way they can know is if they know the truth. So you who knows the truth, you who once were blind to, should give more grace to the ones who don't know the truth. In fact, it is our responsibility to make the whole world know the truth. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. See, the truth is not a concept. The truth is something that never changes because the truth in all actuality is a person. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The very first step was acknowledging that you, are, you and I are sinners. When your eyes were open to the truth, you realize 
that all the sins that you and I have committed offended our almighty God. And what did you receive to be made righteous? What did you receive to gain eternal life? Exactly. Spot on. You received forgiveness from God. God forgave you. Otherwise, you're just like as guilty as the world is. See, when you humble yourself and not be prideful before God, when you realize you were wrong, that is, that's how God can appropriate forgiveness uh, in your own life. There's also, this, that's also how you're able to forgive others. That's also how you can forgive yourself. Wow, if God can forgive you, why can't I forgive myself and others? Let me say this to you, to some of you. For those of you who haven't yet forgiven yourself, today, today, you will do that. Forgive yourself. Why? If God can forgive you, what gives you the right not to forgive yourself? It will save you from guilt and shame of the past. Because God already forgot. Are you greater than God who can't pardon people? Are you that prideful to not forgive yourself? Are you that prideful not to forgive others? Your story is not about your failure. It's about God's victory and forgiveness. If your past has some failure, has some dark baggage, has some betrayal in it, if your past is traumatic, you're in good company in the family of faith. David was an adulterer and murderer. Peter denied even knowing Jesus. Rahab was a prostitute. Solomon was full of pride. Paul tortured and killed, literally killed Christians. Forgiveness is what your heavenly Father does. It is what, why Jesus came, to bring healing, to bring restoration, and to put our past behind. How many times should I forgive? Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sinned against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven, an unlimited number of times. If God is requiring us to forgive, if God is commanding us to give, will He not give you the grace and the ability to forgive if you focus more on how He has forgiven you? Point number six, forgiveness is given even when we or the other party don't deserve it. You forgive others even if they don't deserve it. God didn't forgive us because we undid the wrong we, we made if there's such a thing. No, He forgave us anyway. We got released from our debts. God pardoned us. Other people may not deserve our forgiveness, but we pardoned them anyway. In order to have the ability to forgive, focus again on how God has forgiven you and I. And He, by the way, He's forgiving us daily. Folks, God loves you and God loves all of us. He didn't just forgive our sins. He chose to forget all our mistakes, past, present, and future. Let's do the same with others and ourselves. Let's forgive and forget. When you forgive others, you set someone free. And that person is you. It's time to let go. It's time to apply grace. It's about dang time. God loves you. Amen. Amen. 